Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, uh, you excited now that football's back, Scott? <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, or um, I'm sorry, uh, Darth Cynical, right? Darth Cynical. That's what it was. That's what, that's oh, the name yeah, that's meant. what it was last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah Darth yeah. Sin... Yeah. Not Sin... Not, I keep wanting to say Cylinder. Darth Cylinder. Darth Cylinder, yeah. You know, a 3D circle. Well, a pulled apart 3D circle. Cylinder. Yeah, so like... How would you describe... How would you describe what a cylinder is? Try to describe a cylinder to me. It's like if you took a circle and you stretched it away from yourself, like if you're looking at the face of a circle and you just stretched it away. Yeah. Like if you could throw a donut straight, <laughs> you know, <laughs> into a black hole and yes. it stretches itself I apart. I don't think that I mean cuz it's a stack of donuts. Uh-huh. You know, and uh yeah, I think that that that's probably cuz if you well, if you used a food that wasn't already in a cylinder, you're like you can't just say, well, you know, a Pringles can, that's a cylinder. Yeah. You or a soda. No, you got to use something that's, that's right. already a circle with a hole in the middle. There you go. Because that's a cylinder. So if you had a stack of donuts, that's a cylinder. That's a cylinder. Yes. That's right. All right. Well, let's dive on into the show. Okay. Brain cells. The last few. It's the, it's the last few. Brain cells. Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of the Last Few Brain Cells Podcast. That's the show where unqualified people talk about quality topics. Well, we got another good episode for you today, folks. As always, I'm your man, Cheeks, and today I'm joined in the studio by Darth Cynical Scott. Welcome back, good sir. <laughs> that was the was that the audience going crazy for yes, you? It was the audience going for. I controlled it though, so Man, that it, it I, sounded like the voice. I like the breath. I got all these buttons on here, and I don't think I have an applause button. <laughs> I should have an applause button on here, shouldn't that I? It should have been the first thing you put on there. No, I, and a laugh track. Hold on, the first thing I put on oh, a laugh track would be fucking amazing. I can use that laugh track sarcastically yes. at people. Oh, this is start this, laughing in the middle of things that they're saying yeah, before they even finish it. Yes. Uh, I believe this is the first button I programmed. <laughs> well, then you have a laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to layer it's it. Seth like, Rogen, like make about uh, eight or nine a, of them. That's right. Know? I'll just uh, loop them continuously. And get uh, get a higher pitched and lower pitched one. That's right. Know, just that's make right. It I'll, uh, I'll hit them. Uh, um, what's it called? I'll hit them with a, uh, a, a, a triple harmony. Yes. I'll hit them with a triple harmony. Yes. Take uh take some of Ed Sheeran's books and mix it with Seth Rogen and yeah there you all go. of a sudden you've got this we got uh, something a symphony of Roganettes, Roganettes, a symphony of Roganettes huh yes Roganites maybe Roganites yeah, yeah. It makes more it sounds sense. too masculine though yeah you uh you seen Ahsoka I have what have you been thinking of it so far <sighs> you know what I think that this it's a story that has been um, if they've needed to make mm-hmm. because Ahsoka has been a, uh, I mean, she has been around long, you know, as long as the, the overall story, yeah. she's relatively new being from 2008 her, was her first appearance, right? The, uh, the, yeah, but she was written in a little earlier than that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. but to, for her to be such a significant part of 
so many of the other stories. And for her to have never been mentioned in mainline canon. Right. Yeah, right. It's, it's crazy. Right. Oh, she's it? there now. She's there oh, now. Oh, she's full there. Uh they they're teasing Ezra coming back from Rebels. Uh in the end of that last episode, they found the flying whales again. Oh yeah, he, the Pergil per yeah. or Purgil or whatever which are They're just calling them whales on the show, so I'm just gonna call them whales. Well, what's <laughs> funny is when you look at what they're they're like a mix between a sperm whale mm -hmm. and a giant squid and a jellyfish. And deep space and hyperdrive. You know, whatever. It's just uh, crazy. They're so easily written. They're just space whales that randomly hop oh, yeah. around. They 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 light speed jump and everything. Oh yeah, um, they're modern artists when they come together with this stuff. How, how'd you like uh, seeing live action Clone Wars Anakin with the full Clone Wars armor? I, I really I really started geeking out. I did too. I I loved it because that was actually uh, was it the um, uh, the siege of. Yeah, they did that in uh, animation, yes. and now we got to see a live action version of her crying about you know losing uh, losing. She didn't want to lose as many clone troopers as she lost. You know, she's like, we lost so many. I wish I could have saved more. Felt like it was her fault. Or right. Whatever. We got to see that. Well, that's that's where you see. So there's so many layers. You know, in American language, if the more the more versions of you know the more words we mm -hmm. have for something, the more important it is. Yeah. With with her, you know, you've got Lady Tano. You've got mm -hmm. in in that scene, it was Commander Ahsoka. And you've got snips, you know, and you've also got, yeah, snips. Um, you know, just or just plain Ahsoka because she's they've they've placed her in so many different parts to show her significance yeah. in the storyline, especially since she was a Padawan of who became Darth Vader, Dark which was the you know who basic, committed genocide. Yes, and well, and and was the nemesis. You like, know, it's like Hitler's mentor. You know, yes, the Beth uh, Sith or the best Sith they could come up with came from them mm -hmm. and he, she was his student, you yeah. know? And when you look at the the fact that he was a Jedi and he's still Jedi when he's in the, the the space between, mm -hmm. you know, when he's trying to teach her the last lesson, you see, you know, part of him, he's uh, of course, they did some amazing, uh, beautiful effects with, with his shadowing and yeah. all that stuff. But when they, they take you to uh, the battle, where even in the the animated series mm -hmm. was probably one of my favorite to illustrate the fog of war. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's only the only reason that you see where they're shooting or what they're shooting is because of the laser beams. But be but in the the steam and the dust and the smoke, you you see all every, everything's a shadow and it's so hard to see and it's a metaphor for war. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's violent. It's it's always in motion and it's just man, it's. It was such a good illustration. And of course, they take you straight to that. Yep. And and he's there and he's trying to bark orders at her, you know, teaching her this final lesson, which you rarely get to see a a, a master teaching the Padawan a final lesson. Um, but but you know, she gets in the middle of it and and of course she focuses on her own humanity, which, you know, she's humanoid, uh, but she's not human. You oh. know. My question is: Did they did they use the uh, the actress they used for young Gamora? You know the what did it cost you, Thanos? And he's like everything because that that looks like the actress right there. Look at look at the face. It, looks it just sure like does. It. it sure does. I wonder yes. if that is her because what what that was four or five years ago. She looks relatively four or five years older. Yeah. My only thing is she doesn't look. Uh, you know, she's supposed to be like fifteen here. She looks more like twelve to me. Yeah. But that's a small nitpick. Well, and, and, you know, they, they try to find somebody that's going to look both like mm -hmm. um, uh, Rosario Dawson and... Yeah. Uh, and the, the anime. That's that, right. As, as you can, you that, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so they didn't find anybody. So, of course, she's got she's still got the, the puffiness of a mm -hmm. preteen. Yeah. You know, whereas Snips, 
She has more. She has more because uh, Rosie O'Dawson is a very beautiful black woman. So oh, she yes. has more more of the uh, prominent black features as as a kid than but, in but the animated series. That's right. She's a more mature woman, and, yes. and her facial features aren't as uh, uh, sculpted. Mm-hmm. Um, although she's, you know, she still has great bone structure. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> one of the best. Her, uh, yeah, she it, was a perfect. It's, like, pick. it's her and Angelina Jolie. Oh, you know, yeah. they're up there. But but know, she was a perfect pick the, for this. Oh, she for really Ahsoka? was. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like the uh, the role was made for like um. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on names right now. What's his face? Which one? Sith? No. Ah, uh, <laughs> shit. Dead air. Yep. All right. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. When you got the dead air, we got to do like the TV shows and just uh, you got to fill it in with the, <laughs> with the laugh track. <laughs> got to put the laugh track in there when you don't know what to say. Um. But one of the things I did like was um, I liked how Anakin, uh, whenever he was force ghost training her when she fell into the water, uh, I liked how he he turned that lightsaber red. Oh yeah, and he was corrupted. And uh, oh yeah, it was. It starts out blue, and he's the he's the good guy. He's the yeah. man, whatever. And, and then like, it starts. Right, you can't get the point. All right, well, I'll be evil then. Maybe well, yeah. you get the point. Here comes the ultimatum. You know, mm-hmm. I'm done with the carrot. Here's the stick, and it's that red saber. And uh, and of course his his aura is Darth, yeah. and yeah. no 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 armor, nothing slowing him down. So you've got peak full movement Anakin, oh, yeah. and there's very few who can go toe to toe in a duel with Anakin. Um, I uh, the 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 new characters, the uh, the man and the uh, and his his little apprentice, the girl, uh, Balin uh, Balin Bail- Skull, and yes. um, oh grab her name. She, that kind of escapes me. She's a. I want to say it is yeah. Shin Hati. Shin Hati. Yes. So I've noticed they don't have red lightsaber. They have orange red lightsabers. Right. But in, and that's the funny thing is here's here's a, a good a good solid because um, they're they're not related to the empire at all, right? They were like they're. She said uh, they said that the 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 Mitch the the leader. You know that that woman that they freed from the prison or whatever. She was Morgan a, um, Morgan Elspeth. She's a night sister, huh? Yes, yes. All right, so they're not they're not. So you're with touching the on all kinds of stuff. I really would love to love to get into. Um, well, well, please. So, take, uh, so here's a, take it apart. Here's a great uh, great look at this. This is the world after you know after the death of Darth Vader. Then the um, the hiding. And, now that we know of well, yeah, Sidious yeah. and the, and the <laughs> empire. That's right, the emperor. And so you've got uh, you know it's of course it's also way post order 66. So mm-hmm. Balin is a, an escapee maybe, or he is, was actually probably cold from there because of maybe mm-hmm. his dark leanings. And although he's not Sith, he's yep. not Sith. He doesn't, he's, he wears all the black of course, but you've, you've had several Anakin's a good example who was, while he was Jedi, he wore mostly black, you yep. know? Um, however, he's not Sith but he does use a reddish orange lightsaber and his padawan does or his uh it, his yeah. train see how do they get around i don't like that laziness how they get around the rule of 2 like i mean you're you're inquisitors to me they're still practicing the sith religion you're not letting them in on the big secrets like uh the mind you don't do the mind manipulation and right like palpatine has stuff that he teaches vader and then vader has stuff he teaches the in- inquisitors and stuff 
And it's not everything, but I still feel like the rule of two is being broken there because you're you're still training up new. You took the Jedi that you necessarily didn't want to kill in Order sixty six, or they were Padawans, or you, you felt something in them, so you didn't you spared them so that they can be used for the Empire, right? But I still feel like the rule of two and the Sith religions being um, abused. But I mean, at the same time, that's up to just. Sidious and Vader, if they want the rule of two to be broken or not, you know what I mean? If they're the only two, who's around to stop them? You right. know, other Sith aren't coming back from the dead. So what I, okay. So what I got from that and what I've always thought with the Inquisitors was that was a way for the, the, the Inquisitorious or Inquisitors seemed to be something that Lucas, he is for it, lightsaber battles. Yeah. They had to have something new, something different. And in order to hunt Jedi, you needed somebody that, that knew the, the, this stuff. And there still was imbalance because mm-hmm. after Order 66, even though many were killed, many of the Jedi were qu- killed, as you could see, it was this was less like a quilt of attack and more like a net where there was a lot slipping through the cracks. Yeah. You know, with fallen, the fallen orders, you know, that the video game with... Uh, uh, Cal Kestis, which is full canon, yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm fully expect to see. So you see all these escapees, sometime. even even um, uh, what's his name, the Hera Syndulla's boyfriend who died in the, the Rebels. Um, I'm trying to think of his. I didn't uh, see all uh, of Kanan, Rebels. Canaan. Uh, so Kanan was also a, a young Padawan, uh-huh. you know, yeah. and all this. Balin could have been either on either side. Who's to, who's to say that the Emperor didn't have some people that he pulled that knew that they had dark leanings? Well, Balin, um, you know, he, he's a he's Lord Balin, actually. So he's got some nobility to him. And you kind of see that in the story where he promises uh, to Sabine that no harm will come to her. Yeah. And and he's and obviously as of, as of yet he's held that promise up. You know, as soon as she gave him that, the is a Padawan started choking him. Yeah. And then he's like, Stop, I gave her my word. You oh, know? and that's a whole different story is when these when the uh force users or you know, unaligned or otherwise use how, choose to use their gifts. Mm-hmm. You know. If she could have choked her out, why didn't she do it in the forest? Yeah, you know, yeah, they had they had a big like fifteen minute fight, and at any point you could have just like she was. We've been over. She's not strong in the force. Why didn't you just force choke her immediately? Yeah. She couldn't have done anything about it. So, but the, here's the thing, you know, Balin is a is, to me is a more full character because I like him. He's, he's he is obviously dark side. He's like evil Ben Kenobi almost. Yes, and but he has a respect for his opponents. He is yeah, he's more you know? a code. A code. Um, and that's right, and he tries to talk his way through things before battle, mm-hmm. okay? And he tries to keep... He does like, typical Jedi stuff. Yes, exactly. Even he's evil, he, does, he still uses the trainings he learned as a Jedi. Right. Much like Dooku, who, who mm-hmm. also um, shifted to the dark side only after he was denied so many of his... And, and it had to do with um, emotions and what have you, but... Yeah, doing it for the wrong reason. But reasons. Balin doesn't seem that way. Balin doesn't seem like a guy that acts on his emotions. Mm-hmm. He seems you know? very logical. That's right. But here's the thing. He's different in that he was also a bounty hunter at some point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in this, yes, he's, he's, oh, a, so he would like Sabine then being a uh, Mandalorian and, um, force, force sensitive Mandalorian. Cause she was bounty hunting, right? At oh one yes. Point. Yes. So well, most, most Mandalorians aren't bounty hunters, but the ones that are more famous in our storylines, we, that we see 
they are. You yeah, know, because the, if you're either you're either going to be in the Mandalorian military, which means you're in hiding right now because Mandalore is destroyed, so you're right. hiding with with the rest of Mandalore, or you're out doing your own shit. And nine times out of ten, when they go out and do their own shit, they become bounty hunters because they're really good at combat and they can make money that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but the thing is, this guy he said it over and over again in the you know story so far how he's well paid for his services. Mm-hmm. You know, so. He's because he's not a Jedi. He's not being persecuted. Nobody's hunting him. Although it's kind of in that. You, then you see Eighth Brother, you know, who is the the oh, person, yeah. the, the the actual Inquisitor that is with uh, Shin. Mm-hmm. And of course, Eighth Brother goes the way of the the Dodo uh, yeah. because of Ahsoka. So, however, the, the, I like the elements that they've thrown together, especially when you put Morgan uh, Elsbeth, who has actually been in the story a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, she's, but she usually has played, what's funny is she hasn't been playing a, a night sister mm-hmm. all along the time. She, yes, she has been a night sister and it's part of her back, back yeah. story, but she hasn't been playing a night sister. Mm-hmm. Now, someone who has already can like shed the robes, the witchly robes of the, the darks, you know, the, the Dathomir and the, the night sisters who, who obviously doesn't look like any of them, um, because she doesn't have the, the pale grace skin and, mm-hmm. And such, but she certainly uh, knows how to whip up the the spells and stuff like that. See, um, um, if you ever do get a chance to play Jedi Fallen Order and then Jedi Survivor, which are the live action Cal Kestis video games, they introduce a night sister called Marin, and she will she will be your favorite like part of exploring the night sister and night brother lore. In the first game, you go to Mandalore, and the second game, she joins you and you go on your big adventure together, and she's one of your main. Right, uh, one main main helper, and she's she's a love interest for Cal. You know, he's like the Jedi Order's not around. You know, so like, why would I just stick to their rules for the rest of my life? Kind of do do his own thing, which I like because it, it kind of look because she's force sensitive. She's a night sister, so yes. she's really strong. She uses her green magic though, which is force related, and then other things, whatever the night sisters use. It's a um, it's like this super, and even though the the force has always been a religious type thing for me. Yeah. You got Satanists and Christians, essentially, <laughs> you know. But and and witchcraft was never one or the other. It yeah. was something a little bit in between. Mm-hmm. They follow along that same kind of corrupted, good and bad. Kind yeah, well, of. maybe not so corrupt. Maybe corrupted's wrong word. They're more earthly. They're more, you know, they're like the druids and what have you. Yeah. They they draw their power directly. It's not mm-hmm. like it's coming out of every cell. It's coming from specific things. They're drawing power, whereas the Jedi just manipulate the Force. You know, yes. they just they let the Force. They just kind of like sway it as it flows while not a night sister can potentially direct the whole flow of it. You know what I mean? So that's, but they're like, they're like the Sith in that way mm-hmm. that, that the Jedi accept what's given to them and the, mm-hmm. the Sith take and use it. Yeah. You know? And so it's a, it's yeah, a, this is like the Jedi. This is the force is using me. And the night sister is look look how like they would say like look how the force loves me or it's my talent you know the Jedi is like oh the force is using yes. me and they're like this is all me. Uh, you brought up Order sixty six earlier and I love Order sixty six um, like everybody because it's a main it's a big slaughter and it's just oh yeah the story's not as interesting if you don't have the great Jedi genocide. Um, but if you really think about it, Order sixty six Anakin did exactly what he was destined to do. Which was bring order and balance to the Force. And you have only two Sith Lords and two Jedi Master 
by the time, well, we don't know if Mace Windu's dead or alive. But if we assume that he's dead, like the story leads you to believe as of right now, then uh, you have Obi-Wan and Yoda, two Jedi Masters. You have Anakin and uh, Palpatine, two Sith Lords. And then you have a bunch of Inquisitor and a bunch of escaped Jedi, so minor Jedi, minor Sith users. That's pretty balanced to me, it sounds. It you know seems, what I mean? It seemed that way, yes. So it seems like the prophecy did indeed for, fulfill itself. Anakin was still the chosen one, not Luke. I mean, Luke is the one that was destined to bring down the Empire. But really, he didn't bring balance to the Force. He made the Light Force just really popular and have next to no Siths. You know what I mean? Yes. That doesn't sound balanced to me. That sounds just like the good guys are winning. You That's know what right. I mean? And yet we root for the light side. I know. Right? Like we should be rooting for the balance. That's what the force calls That's for. Right. It's what it craves. It wants equal on both sides. And a lot of a lot of people don't know that the rule of two was made because the the light and the dark side are not infinite voids. You know, they they're they're huge. Don't get me wrong, but they're they're, they're limitless. I mean, they're they're limited. Eventually, they don't. They're not just infinite. So you have the same amount of power on both sides, and that's why they need to be balanced. So if you have, I don't know, when the in the peak of the Clone Wars or whatever, you have a couple thousand Jedi drawn from the light side of the Force, right? And then you have two Sith drawn from the, the dark side of the Force. Well, only two Siths are sharing all of that dark side potential. So they're going to be way stronger, which is why that they're... Sith are consistently way stronger than Jedi in battle and everything else, and it, it takes... Several Jedi, Obi-Wan gets his ass whipped by Dooku like three times, you know, and Anakin oh, yeah. gets his hand cut, chopped off, and then has to come back and draw on the dark side in order to beat him. It's because the dark side has all this potential over here, and only two people are using it. You know what I mean? You got hundreds of people using the light side, you know, and if they're balanced, that means this these two Jedi, I'm sorry, these two Sith are going to be just as strong as the 200 uh, Jedi, or however many it is, using the light side. You know, I, I think it's an interesting way to think of it, and I don't think many people that enjoy Star Wars think of it like that. You know they probably I mean? wouldn't enjoy Star Wars if they thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's too much. Too much. Goes well, because the dark side's how we are, and the light mm-hmm. side is what we'd love to be. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd just accept it, and I, I, I'd probably be more of a gray Jedi, and just I'll do what I feel like doing. You know what I mean? If it's good, it's good. If you if you think it's bad from your perspective, then you think it's bad from your perspective. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You but, you do you. I'm. I've got. My I'd love thing. to have the force. I'm just not trying to get involved into the religions. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. Just I'll do whatever. I'm, maybe I want to be a Jedi bounty hunter. Who knows? But but here's a, you say that, and it's a good segue into <laughs> back into Ahsoka, where she has traditionally it, her her emotions, which is by the way dark dark side type mm-hmm. stuff. Her emotions were the reason that she was always at bay with Jedi teachings. Yeah, you know. So she she was a, an emotional child. So they they've made uh, the basically her birth and upbringing in Jedi tales, or was that the there were there were a few of them that a couple couple seasons of stuff. One focused, I think, mainly on Count Dooku, and this last one focused a lot on Ahsoka. And you saw her birth and all that stuff. And when she was she was basically a year or so old, mm-hmm. and she she went hunting and. She could. She still force steered this huge cat animal that was part of the you know the Togruto uh, uh, planet that that they lived on and stuff, and um, definitely matriarchal with mm-hmm. uh, women leading everything. 
um, which is a big push nowadays in it, cinema and, and what have you. And, and I'm, she's I'm a, a very strong character that I'm way. I'm completely okay with it, but I think it's funny how we only had two women in four, or three if you count Aunt Peru. But you had Leia, you had Aunt Peru, and then you had the uh, the Jedi general lady at the very end who was just like, we need to blow this up, and then you never hear from her again. Yeah. And in the original trilogy, that was until you get to Jabba's uh, palace and they have all the slave girls dancing, that's it in lines of women. Those yeah. three women are all you see. Then you get to Jalba's palace, and then you see, you know, the the singing lady. Yeah. And then the Twi'lek. Uh, yeah, the Twi'lek. Yes. Here's my thing. How did the Twi'lek, the Twi'lek uh, woman have a human son and without explanation? That's kind of crazy. Um, he has the green hair just like her. her so Kanan Jarrus was the father. Uh-huh. The name came to me now. And Cinda, uh, uh, Hera Syndulla, they, they mated somehow, bred... And they come with a child, of course. He's got green hair, like her skin, uh-huh. uh, but he doesn't have the leka. The no, and he's completely human. Those like. um, what do you call it? The they're they're not there's they're tentacles, side, yeah. but but they come from the head. They're actually supposed to be able to use them, but you never see them use them. I thought they were like used for like uh, like a snake uses its tongue, like a snake uses its tongue to smell and sense things. That's how they kind of. They 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 sense things almost like an uh, ants in antennas almost. You well, know they, I mean? they yes, they're, they're sensory organs and what have yeah. you. Um, and like if you if they were to have them cut off, they they wouldn't live very long um, no. because it's actually part pain of their brains and what have you. Pain. But it's also they're also supposed to be able to use them in some way. And you mm. know, um, as a Togruto, she's got the Leka also. She's got three. She's got two that come in the front. And one that goes down the back, and then of course yeah. she's got protrusions out the top, mm-hmm. like uh, Shakti does the uh, the other Jedi Master. Yeah, the, uh, the yeah 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 she uh, she dies in sixty six, but yes, and she was. But the thing is, you don't she ever looks just like they Ahsoka. They don't go into it, so he doesn't have anything like that. And of course, he's force force sensitive, which is another thing that I thought they were trying to get away from, to where that the the force was just this. Like a bloodline, right? A blood right, you know. Like, yeah, it's it's because it, his father was a Jedi. Now he's he's yeah. force sensitive. That right there, you know, because Ahsoka broke that mold. Uh-huh. Ahsoka's family wasn't wasn't force sensitive, mm-hmm. and and she became uh, very great in the ways. And she's even better as an unaligned force user than she was as a Jedi because she's you know now right now in the story rules to follow that's well it, she's allowed to follow her passions mm-hmm. and use her teachings and she's not on the uh she's not in the holocron for the jedi hunting so nobody was ever hunting her so remember when i was talking about all those names yeah what's her name right now you know what they call her general fulcrum fulcrum why is that why is that good why is it such a she's the pivot point that's right the dark yeah. and the light are going whichever way they want to but she's in the middle because when she, when Anakin was in the Force Ghost and fighting her, you could see all of her emotion on her face. It's just like oh, yeah. Ray. But see, my problem with Ray is you want to call her a Jedi and then put so much emotion on her while she fights, and she has so much emotion when she does everything. And it's like your counter. You That's know, right. You're, she's using emotion to fight, which is what Jedi are like. Please do not fucking do. That is yeah. the, the fastest way to go to the dark side. Use logic and remove your emotions from it and think clearly. And. Uh, neither one of them don't, and uh, is that is that Star Wars going forward now? Are they going to yeah. have good guys that are passionate and and you know fight for what you believe in? You know what I mean? Kind Maybe of that is the point. Yeah. Maybe that is the point that the old ways were or, that you were either good or bad. Yeah. That if you were either uh, passionate or emotionless. Uh-huh. You were either Selfless ruthless or, or compassionate. You yeah. know. Um. And but the thing is. Moving forward, you've got people that can be somewhat ruthless, but mm-hmm. are still the good guys. So I'm good. Yeah, like I can be 
fucking a savage, but it'd still be good. You know yeah. what I mean? So they're making them more. I guess they're giving them more human traits where we're more all relatable. we're all a little we we are all we're just people, but we can do good or bad. It's like yeah, this guy's aggressive. It doesn't mean he's a horrible person. It doesn't mean he's wanting to commit mass genocide. You know what yeah. I mean? But um. I don't know. Do we do with with Star Wars and, and what's to come next? You got Mandalorian. You got Ahsoka. Any other projects that they've released? They got a Lando coming. They have a Lando. Yeah, coming. Childish Gambino going to do another one, live oh, action movie. I'll take that. I'll yeah. take that any day. Yeah. But here's my question. He's another another really good character in the backdrop. You yes. Know? Yeah. Like uh, amazing pick. Oh yeah. Uh, here's here's my question to you. Um, do you think that? the next big Star Wars movie or after we get done with Ahsoka, Lando, and Mandalorian? I mean, what else do you have on that market? I mean, I'm sure they could find stuff if they want to, but do we move away from the the Skywalker saga and do something not related to any sort of Skywalker, uh, the Republic, the Empire, anything, and just... Because I thought that's what 7, 8, 9 was going to be is a fresh start. And it's like, no, it's a fresh start. But we're It gonna, was a reset button. But we're going to nostalgia bait you and then bring in all the characters you love. Make Leia look good. But we're going to shit on Han, which, which is okay. They they used Han to progress Kylo, which is completely fine. Han spent seven, six episodes uh, not giving a shit. Yep. Right? So yep. why would you... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, don't over... Don't over... But then, then you bring Luke back. Yeah. Who was told you, that's your, that's going to be the most powerful Jedi to ever exist. He's your favorite, blah, blah, blah. And then they just bring him back and completely change who he is as a character out of nowhere. Just like, oh, yeah, this is Luke Skywalker that gave up everything. So your father commits mass genocide, and you still never lose hope in that he can be good. But you have a vision about your son killing a couple of your paddle. I'm sorry, your nephew killing a couple of your Padawans, and you're ready to murder him. You've lost all hope for him already. Like, what sense yeah, there does was that no make middle to the character? Ground. Yeah. It's like this is a completely different person. And so that's where I think they went wrong in 789. It's not not that they wanted to nostalgia bait you. It's that they nostalgia bait you and then shit on all your characters for the sake of progressing the story, which I get you got to bring in the new, but Luke could have been done better is all I'm saying. Yes. Um, and then. Well, they did look well with in the, the first season of Mandalorian. Very well. Yes. And they, they I, did him well. I, there. I, I hope I hope old Dave stays true to his word and says whenever I get to that time frame in the story, I'm just gonna do whatever I feel like it. If it's in, if it's in canon, great. If it's not, fuck you. You know. Well, I will rewrite the show and make Luke live longer. Is what he said. That's right. What I loved about that was that you found you found Luke at a, at a point after after the uh, the Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. um, was over, and you and he was wiser. And full he, prime, full fledged right. prime, like Jedi Master. And Luke. he's the guy. This, to this teach is the Luke. one you can see pull a star destroyer out of orbit. That's right. That's you right. Know? He's the guy. He. That's him. That's what you wanted to see. Uh huh. And, and, that's they, what, and all they give you is a little blur. You know. And they make you. They make you think you're gonna see that. Like you watch the trailers going in, and it shows Luke, and it makes you think that's the Luke you're getting. It's like, nah, just kidding, fam. So we gotta the, make Luke bad so that Ray can look good. Here's you know the I mean? thing, though. They they do this. They put you in a loop. So at, at the you see you start with you know the whole ever the whole world starts with the new hope and you have mm-hmm. no idea who Darth Vader is yeah and then they loop you 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 go from Return of the Jedi to the Force Awakens and all of a sudden Luke again is gone he's out of the picture and all this stuff and and then you don't see don't necessarily see him till the end of the Force Awa- of Force Awakens yeah and at that point he's you know he's got a beer belly. He's just sitting around. Doesn't even say a, a word. Just takes his hood off and it ends. Yep, yep. But at the same time, he's visibly a different person. He's like, no, this is not this. 
same guy. He might have the same robes and all that stuff. But same is, actor. We brought the yeah, same actor. Yep, yeah, that's right. We say got the same guy, but he's not the same but guy. When, he, when even Mark Hamill has to publicly speak of how it's like you, you change the character that, like that much, like you don't just change you change who he is as a, a to the core. Like Luke was introduced as a person to, and I guess maybe that comes with age. Luke was introduced as a brat. As a brat, yes, but as a, I'm never going to give up, and what my goals are, yes. I will never stop to achieve them. And I guess that's a young man's spirit. And now he's an old man. And he see the bitterness of the universe and everything else, and maybe he's changed. But you gave us someone totally different. And here's here's my thing: Star Wars keeps doing these time jumps. What? It's 19 years in between three and four, and then it's uh 15 years in between six and seven. Yes. Right. Okay. Something about yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about that. Han is 35 in a, in a New Hope, right? Yeah. The Clone Wars happened 19 years prior, yet he doesn't believe in the Clone Wars. He doesn't believe in the Jedi at all. No. He was alive when they were prominent in, in, in peacemakers of the whole galaxy. Yes. But they don't believe it. Um, They were starting to do that stuff in a new, uh, I'm sorry, in Force Awakens again, like, oh, oh, so long ago. 15 years doesn't seem that long. Like, that doesn't seem that long, like. That's 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 so, pretty pretty soon. I feel like a lot of people would would be alive, would have lived through that, and still been alive and been able to give you information or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it, and and they don't. You're right. They don't do a good job of fleshing. Clone Wars was a galactic battle. You had solar systems fighting solar systems. It yes. was huge throughout the galaxy in which Star Wars exists. Yet Han believes it's a bunch of hokey pokey. I'm like, you were alive in the universe that was at battle during the battle. Yeah. And like, how do you not believe? No one yeah. told you hokey about Hokey religion, it? that's what it was. Where you kept in a cave where you didn't know anything. And then they just released you out and like, hey, just drive a ship and steal shit. You know, be be a smuggler. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, they, they just it's little things like that. that yeah, he that, had so um, much good good in him and land young mm-hmm. solo mm-hmm. and or, or just a solo movie. And and then you you fast forward to A New Hope. And he is just this Bitter, reckless guy. Nothing. Not, woe is me. Everything sucks. Yeah. I'm depressed. Blah blah yeah. blah. But there's like, a seed of see. He's he's, he's got, got a suave to that, him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he's got a lot of suave to him. And he was a heartthrob. You know, he he became the favorite character. Nobody yeah. wanted to see Luke or mm-hmm. Leia. Even Chewbacca, who was so freaking awesome. Yeah. You know, he was everybody. Iconic, yeah. Han Solo is where they hang their hung their hat. Of course, because he Han, was he was sex. he was relatable. That's right. You know what I mean? Like. He'd be saying the same shit, like like as as he stepped straight out from the seventies with the vest and the open shirt and you the know all hair back. All he's missing was the coat coming out of his nose, you know, <laughs> the little white powder. That's all he was missing. He has a little powder mask. What what did you think about um about uh why can't I think of his name? Harrison Ford. There we go. Harrison Ford being casted to replace Thunderbolt Ross since that actor died, so he's gonna be Red Hawk now in Thunderbolts. Oh. We're getting Harrison Ford is replacing that actor that died. You're going to start jumping to uh, Marvel now? Well, it, Harrison Ford is the segue. We don't have to yeah. speak in depth about I, it. I'm I just curious as to what you think about Thunderbolt Ross. I think Ross. that we're, we're uh, so they're, they're, they're dropping a name. Mm-hmm. They're taking, they're pulling a name of somebody that everybody knows and loves, even though I'm, I'm, I love Harrison Ford and I love seeing him and stuff. And his longevity is fucking magical. He's, yeah. he's amazing to be in his seventies and so virile, you know, mm. However, when you want to cast a guy in what looks to be a jumping point to other things, unless you're you're casting him as a guy that's going to die off, yeah, it doesn't seem like a smart move. Yeah, unless unless yeah, unless he's about to die or not going to last, maybe you only do two or three movies. You know, 
I don't then think three. Got I don't see three. As long as he's take the produce, I don't see three. I see one and a half because he's in his late seventies. Well, yeah, they should have probably got someone about fifteen years younger to play him, right? If you want, there's I mean, plenty of actors. How many? How many? How many? Gen- no, you know, uh, Thunderbolt Ross is supposed to be a four star general. How many four star generals do you know that are in their late seventies? They retired already. No, you they, know what I mean. That's right. You don't get to you don't get to stay in the military past your your mid sixties. No, they're like, go ahead and uh, sit down. It, you unless done. you're a doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're a doctor, they they keep you till you die because you're doing good. But yeah. anyway, but but you know what? Okay, I think that's what I think about it. I think that they're 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 wanting to pull some uh, legitimacy into yeah. their into what they're doing by casting a big star mm. who's not going to say no to more money. Oh, you who know? would, yeah. Yeah, so, and because he's, but that's the great thing about him. He's got so much stuff under his belt, he could totally fuck it up and everybody would still love him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't, I've, I've never seen a, a film where he was bad in it. And in all, all honesty, <laughs> I've looked at some stuff that he's did in the past mm-hmm. and he wasn't a great actor. It's just that he has, he has a presence on the mm-hmm. screen. He's, He's got it. He commands a certain lane right. of respect whenever he's on the screen. His charisma is is legendary. Yeah, you know. So, do you think? Um, do you think that for we'll go back to the Star Wars? Do you think in this next group of, of movies they do indeed move away from the whole Skywalker thing, or do you think they're going to milk it for every cent they can fucking get out of it? Because that's what it seems like. I feel like I feel like the way that our our world is moving, mm-hmm. that there isn't the the space for people to uh you know magnetically be drawn to movies like the Skywalker saga anymore. Yeah. I think that they've got to go they have to go multicultural. They have mm-hmm. to go um, which here's the thing in space, they have such a, there's such a huge missed opportunity mm-hmm. with the idea of space in us using humans over and over. I was and about over. to say that. Why are all the yeah. main characters human? Why I, can't I learn some more about some of these races and even, stuff? Even the Togruto and Twi'lek who uh-huh. are not necessarily human, but humanoid. Yeah. It, they're, they're still, you're not getting away from two just, arms, two legs, you know. Well, and they're at, still doing human shit. They're not off doing like they're like, yeah. we do this or whatever. They don't even show them eating different, like, like I'd imagine a, a Twi'lek would be like everyone, you know, you set up a camp or whatever. You're on, you're in hostile territory. Everyone's sitting around the fire, heating up human food. And the Twi'leks is out finding a small animal in the forest to hunt and kill and eat. You know what I mean? Like alive. So, but have, they don't. They just make it basically. I'm a human with funny green ears, and that's basically it. That's right. That's right. And Star Star Trek was freaking amazing with this because they would they would go to a different pe- a planet, and all of a sudden, that's what, exactly what it was. It was just a human in a different. But they did some d- good things. Star Trek did, and I know that's sacrilegious to compare anything with Star Trek and Star Wars. But no Star complaint. Star mm-hmm. Trek was jumping to other planets mm-hmm. in the name of discovery. You know. And Star Wars, is war. you, don't, you don't necessarily have to discover mm-hmm. for things to be. Yeah, you know they're just there. And and so if right now in this time and space in our in our history in our world we are looking even harder with the legitimacy of UFOs or whatever whatever acronym yeah. you want to use, why are we not? We know that whatever we find, if we do find something that's from another planet that's been visiting our stupid planet. Then, for whatever reason. Then it's not going to look like us. It's no. not going to be us. It's going to be something It's probably so not even going to be two arms, two legs. That's right. If we do so, find alien, the most likely uh, alien that we would see would be a uh, like a microorganism. You know what I mean? That's the most... Or a mist, or yeah. a gel, or a insect, or whatever, you know? 
I mean, it's, it's so so it may have appendages, but they're not going to be like we. It's not going to have like a bone structure. It's it's not even going to be made of the same stuff we're made of because it came from right. somewhere else. Yeah. Or maybe it is. But guess what? It had different environmental uh, uh, upbringing. Yes, that's right. So it's going to have evolved differently, differently to, you know? to whatever it planted. So whatever they needed to. On I understand planet. in a new hope that everything was humanoid because at that point in time in the in the mid to late sixty or seventies, uh-huh. you know, special effects were he was cutting edge, yeah. and even when you get to Return of the Jedi and the Empire Strikes Back, you get to see like J- Jabba was cast as a big fat guy. Yeah, he's just a, he's just a he big wasn't old a guy. slug. And then they got the technology. That's and right. Like, the right co- technology him. caught up. They got with Jim Henson about all of his puppets and stuff. Yep. They could start stretching their legs with their imagination, mm-hmm. and they could get they could bring all these other. Aliens. And now we're in, we're in full CGI now. Yes, and but we're in CGI, and they're still using humans. We're, we're they're still using humans, and they're still using the same story. Look at look at five, look at four, five, and six, and look at seven, eight, and nine. Oh yeah. Okay, four starts on Tatooine. Uh, seven starts on Jakku. They're identical planets. They're the exact same yes. planets. They're both desert planets. Like, be, let's be a little more original, but whatever. Uh, they put them there because, like, the Empire is not going to check sandy planets. The Empire hates sandy. Yeah, because planets. there's no resources to to pilfer. Exactly. So, and then, uh, I mean, look at look at four and seven are identical. You, you discover a a a a power you've never seen that is is capable of killing millions in a second. You know, um. And we gotta band together and stop it against a controversial uh, enemy that you are somehow loosely related to, and the good guys win. So it's the exact same story as yeah. four is in seven. And Not just win; they win after what looked to be an obvious defeat. And Emperor Palpatine is now defeated twice, three times with lightning. Ah. He melted his face off. He was thrown off the thing with Vader, and Ray was just. She blocked his lightning and he so, killed him. Segue to Ahsoka. They're learning, right? Yeah. Where's the body? So, because Thrawn, there was no body for Thrawn, guess what? They're going to look for him. Yeah. They don't believe he's dead. Now, go back to Return of the Jedi. Everybody believed the Emperor is dead, but nobody had a body. Yeah. And then, obviously, when you see him, oh, yeah, he, it's him. It's him. I and mean, the dude's got bones sticking through his skin. So, yeah, he's lifted up all these ships. That's right. But but that's the thing is there there is there is some learning there in that hey we're gonna look for the body we're gonna prove it you know yeah. that guy Thrawn was the best strategic mind we've ever had and, and apparently our other guy you know our our past leadership in the Empire didn't uh, follow his because he would have had it all won. Do you think Thrawn's gonna be killed off in Ahsoka or do you think he's gonna stay around? God, I hope not because this will be like the third time he's killed off, right? I hope not because Thrawn was such a compelling character. Yeah. I mean, he—it's one of those characters you love to. It's like Gus Fring, like as yes. bad as he is, he's it, the 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 content is so much more interesting when he's a part of it. Yes. you know what I mean. He makes he makes such a great villain, much like Balin. He mm-hmm. has such a respect for his enemies. Yeah. He is the true guy. Uh, uh, you know the the. Oh goodness, why well, I'm I'm going to be hated by my my people for not remembering this. The um <laughs> the not not the rule of war, the law. Of, the it's the Jap the China, ancient Chinese chronicles that told you how to fight a war. Why am I War and Peace? No. no. Um I'm lost. Oh wow. My yeah, my have an aging moment. But here's the thing. He's he's a true uh student of war, a true student of adversaries and, mm-hmm. and how they how they play against each other. You know, he's he's definitely he's got a mind for it. Yeah. And he's and because of that, and he was brought up that way, he was able to manipulate a lot. 
because everything was this 4D chess game mm-hmm. for him. You know, so I loved Thrawn as a character. Um, I would have loved to see somebody like uh, Christian Bale or yeah. Cumberbatch become him mm-hmm. because they would look so good in blue. You know, <laughs> have they released his play in Thrawn yet? Um, I think that they have, uh, but what I don't know who it is. But it's not it's not somebody that I would have I would have. They had an interesting choice for Ezra. I thought if you saw the live action Ezra, we got him for a second while he's standing on that whale. But it looked like him. It did. It looked like him. I I love it. And look, I'm gonna I, have to see his personality before I make a. And I do love an Arabic character. I loved it when they mm-hmm. brought it up in, in Rebels that this it was someone from another nationality. Although I'm just the, and I love that the the planet he was on. Yeah. You know the Lothal whole all of that thing was pretty cool. Because it was to me another Tatooine. Well, it wasn't. It was a it was a big wheat field. Yeah, you know. True. I mean, that's they true. they had their they had mines. Things they weren't had, dead. Yeah, that's right. And they, but they had all these crazy fruits. They had markets, and the Empire had a presence there. And they were doing you know they, there's the resistance. So even or, though he wasn't like being hunted by empires, he had several run-ins to yes. give him enough of a dis, dislike for the Empire. Oh, he was just a nuisance to, to them. Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't being hunted. You're right. He wasn't being actively hunted. Not until he joined up with Kanan Jarrus, yep. Hera Syndulla. Um, now here's a, here's one thing that I don't like about Ahsoka in that they bring you they bring you they bring the Phoenix Squadron so to speak into full view except they leave Zeb out. Yeah, Zeb is the you know huge purple crazy half ape whatever. Again, this is a good chance, a good opportunity for them to bring something a little different. That's not human. That's always. right. He had the satyr like uh, yeah. legs. He was huge. He wielded instead of a saber or a or a, a a shooter he he brought a he had a, a staff that he was very good at and he was so nimble um but he was a different character but here's the other piece would it have been too expensive to bring somebody like him in because he would be so much cgi maybe or why not just there's so much if you've seen so much of the cosplay with these folks you know walking on Specific type, you know, made stilts. Mm. They could make somebody that's that tall, eight they make foot like or so. A, a live action, not a live action, but like if you go to Universal or Disney, you'll see like a Hulk, a guy is in a costume controlling a nine foot tall Hulk costume. Yeah, you know, so you could do something like that. Yeah, and and so and it's only a couple seconds at a time for a show. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't understand why they haven't brought Zeb into it because Zeb is another good character. Yeah, you know, they brought Chopper, which all apparently can hear lightsabers in the ocean just yeah. like jason can so yeah let me just that dive was, into there yeah that was weird yeah um but can chopper I, I love seeing chopper too because we love the droids uh-huh can i uh can i guess who your favorite character was in ahsoka so far yeah go ahead is it the robot is it her robot <laughs> <laughs> actually i've had more laughs He's such a practical smart oh ass. I love he it. is he is i love when he told um uh, Sabine, that she won't. That uh, she's you, not a good Jedi. You were the worst. worst. Not not you weren't good. You were the worst. It's like why are you telling her that they you're, wouldn't have? They never would have taken her. The because least they wouldn't talented because you're not force sensitive. How about that? Yeah. There's a starting point right there. You can't Too old, sense not force sensitive. Yeah, like we, we we're crossing things off the list. You're so and you're so emotional that you have to paint everything. Yeah, you know everything's got to be which which I I think that's a that's a cool thing because she's got an outlet. Mm-hmm. You know and. And she can figure things out. I do like that aspect to her. I think that they did well when they picked her for that role. That yeah. the woman that that plays uh, Sabine. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have. I don't think I would have picked anybody better. That's for sure. She's she's uh, she's got the same the good the look to her, you know. Um, but I what I don't understand yet with that is 
Ahsoka taking the chance and teaching someone who isn't force sensitive. Or maybe that maybe it's this. Maybe she is. Maybe she is, but it's not in the ways that are traditional to Jedi. It's not in the physical movement or she does she has and, and that's kind of what she was saying was that uh, uh the robot was saying if you remember was that they come from a long line of non-traditional jedis her yes. master being anakin yes anakin's original master being qui-gon were all unorthodox jedi that you know i believe in the jedi way but it can be tweaked for the certain person when it needs yes. to be you know like this person does need to learn that their emotions do matter but they need to be able to control them that's what anakin needed and that's what Qui-Gon could have gave to him, but he didn't. Qui-Gon died. So the battle of the fates, the duel of fates, yes. was lost. The Sith won that battle because Qui-Gon died and Obi-Wan survived. Yes. Obi-Wan is a great Jedi, but it's not the Jedi that Anakin needed to raise him to be able to, to view his emotions in a certain light. And because Qui-Gon could have done that for him. Because he was a traditional Jedi. He was by the book. Yes. And he's like, no, the Jedi said to close your mind to your emotions and move on, you know? And, and Qui-Gon would have been able, knew that he needed, like, well... You're 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 supposed to do it this way, but you need to lean into you know your emotions this way. It's okay to have passion. It's just when your passion controls you is when it starts to become the dark side. And really, if if Qui Gon doesn't die, you start to explore a reality where Anakin probably doesn't turn from the light side. You know, it doesn't become Vader. Right. Right. You know, even though Obi Wan did everything the Jedi said to do, Obi Wan did everything right. He did everything he was supposed to do. He was as wise as he was supposed to be, and everything else. Anakin needed a certain level of care that the Jedi were not able to provide. It's like, um, you know, I was in the gifted classes when I was younger because I learned differently as a child. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and people like to say it's a faster rate, and it's it's really not. You know, like everyone likes to think the gifted classes were, you know, we're ahead. And we are learning quicker, but we're learning, the, the classes are learning differently. Like our minds work differently, and that's kind of like a, a little comparison, small um, Anakin needed a certain level of attention. He didn't get, so he turned evil. Right. It happens, you know. Um, and I liked how that droid brings that up, and it's like, well, you, you, or, or I'm sorry, Ahsoka brings it up, and the droid admits that she's right, that they do come from a long line of non-traditional Jedi, you know. Yes. She she also was the same way, very emotional at times. She learned that from Anakin, whether on purpose or on accident, watching him. Um, and now her new Padawan, Sabine, is also emotional and relies on emotion and does things and, and figures out ways to win battles in non-traditional ways for what the Jedi consider to be non-traditional. But as we said, the Jedi really don't exist anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. They're 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 we're, we're still talking about Jedi, even though there's no order. Yep. There's, there's no order right now. Yeah. And, and you talk about, we, they still talk about Sith, even though, there really is no, there is no Sith right now. No, Palpatine's hidden and alive somewhere, barely alive. And right. And Vader is back to the light side. And, the and I'll goes. tell you this: maybe they write it in where, where uh, Thrawn finds uh, Palpatine. You know, somebody somebody had to find you him. Can do that, yeah. Somebody had to dig him up and and put him somewhere safe and just take his 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 secret to the grave with him you know however yeah. you choose to kill him or whatever he just never tells anybody but you could have that i, I got a question mm. who is making all these goddamn maps i don't know you know they got this a special map to go find luke in mm-hmm. in the and that the you know well what well, you also needed two pieces of the map you needed oh yeah the map to find luke and then the r2 had the hidden piece or whatever with yes. the final destination 
Here's my thing, though. If you had all that map and just that little tiny piece, then why not just go and scope out that little fucking tiny piece of galaxy? You know, you said, what, there's 10 planets maybe in that clump? Send 10 people to 10 planets? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then then here's the other thing. We fast forward to what we're doing with Ahsoka, and then there's this another map. Yeah, it's always a map. Holocrons, maps. But in in the beginning of A New Hope, what were they looking for? They were looking for schematics, which is technically a map. But but here's the thing with the with the A New Hope, at least they went back with Rogue One and and told the story of how you got a hold of that. Yeah. Here we're getting hol- look like hologram holocron. And they'll probably things. go back and release another show or movie and, to explain that they love doing that shit. But money. it's not a holocron in a traditional sense uh-huh. that a Jedi or a Sith would be able to open it. Instead, it took either Sabine mm-hmm. who was tinkering around with it, figuring it out based off of whatever junk she had lying around yeah. in, in uh, Ezra's old room. And, and, and then you have this night sister who just basically wills it open. Yeah. And then she of course projects it all out there and it goes to a place that, that outside of where they can go, they can't jump to mm-hmm. that. They have to create this new technology to be able to jump to, but whales yeah. have been using it. You know, these, yeah, they can just hyper jump. Yeah. They can hyper jump to another galaxy easily, you know? Yeah. So, but and that was that was to me. It's you don't you're not fleshing out where you got these maps or how mm. they were made or or you're why would somebody make a map that could find Thrawn? Yeah, you know why? Yeah, if Thrawn's not trying to be found, why would he make a map? Yes, yeah, right. So, um, well, we're getting a little close on time, so I have one more. Okay. Um, Star Wars related question with the Ahsoka TV show, and then I ask you a couple other questions before we call this episode. Um. Do you think Ezra returns in live action? I think so. In I don't, this, in this before the end of this series. Yes, I, I think we get a couple of seasons of Ahsoka, and I think by the end of this one, you get um, you have Ahsoka actually making it to. She only she's only going to find. I think she's only going to find and maybe defeat Balin mm-hmm. in this one, and or maybe doesn't defeat Balin, but have a you know one of those climactic battles. But she gets Sabine from them. But of course, Sabine's got this planted in her head. She's been treated right by these people, and they're a lot more like her than Ahsoka is. Yeah, you know. So she's she gets there, but they don't necessarily get to them, and then you get to it like a season two or something like that. Yeah, like, uh, I can because see I don't Ezra. think they have enough episodes left. We're in episode five, and she's like just three. now launching. Yeah, you know. And and what do they usually go? They go eight to ten, right? Oh, so it's eight on this one. Yeah. So jumped. in five episodes. You have to you have to get to the end. It's it's eight, so three. it's eight. Oh, okay. So it's a, oh, so you three. already know how many they got. So yeah, I looked. So up, in three episodes. episodes this season. Yeah, I just don't. I, I don't. could see Ezra like last second, like very last second of the season, like showing him like them meeting, and that's how the season ends. Yeah, and then they set up, you know, for season two. Um, yeah, I, I see Ezra coming back. I see they're doing. They should. They're probably going to do something with him. Um, I keep seeing. Things like Groku going to learn from Cal Kestis in live action since uh, he doesn't want to join the traditional Jedi Order with Luke. I've also seen things with him going off with Ezra. But Ezra is more of a traditional Jedi, learning to be at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm kind of like Luke. He doesn't take that uh, that new approach to what we're starting to see. Well, he's th- the thing is, the story with Ezra in Rebels, you you get to where he's he's had enough hardship He's learning through loss. He's learning through mm-hmm. through success. He's learning through his peers and on his the job training. Yes, he's he's doing all those things. Kanan 
uh, didn't think he was the right teacher. That was, and so that's a that's a throwback to Obi Wan, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but he has a kid that he's and he's convinced not by the Jedi Order. He's convinced by a non Force user in Hera Syndulla to train him because she knows what Kanan needs to be doing, you know. And he's and of course he's a fallen Jedi, you know. So it's yeah. it's. I think that I, I wish I wish we had a chance to see Kanan, and I think I, if, if we were ever going to use Keanu Reeves for for a Star Wars, Kanan would have been it. I thought it, uh, everyone was seeing Dark Revan. Darth Revan would uh, be uh, see, Keanu but you're Reeves. talking about Old Republic, which is what everybody wants. Like that's the content we want to explore that lore, but they keep giving us present. We're either like, hey, go jump into the future and give us a fresh start, completely new characters, no no crossovers, like complete complete redo. Like, make it a thousand years in the future. Maybe you see an old book with the Jedi logo on it, but that's it, you know? Like maybe yeah. you have small cameos like that, but no driving story points. Or go back in time and show us the Old Republic where there was, like, hundreds of Jedis and hundreds of Sith and just this ba- massive lightsaber war, which is, like, the coolest shit, you know? Yeah. Like, let's let's be real. Lightsabers are the cool part of Star Wars. Lightsaber fights and whatnot. That's what everyone looks forward to the most. Oh, yeah. And that's all you that get. That and the force pushes. Yeah. yeah. That's all you get in the old republics. Everybody wants to see the old republic. But but then I, I've noticed as Star Wars likes to say as time progressed, like the force users, like they get better powers and more. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious if we do go back in time, do we see like the Jedi are weaker and like the Sith or do they do more basic things? Like it's only a force push or a force pull or something like that. It's more of a level ground. There is more balance. Oh yeah. When you when you look back at the the, the old Republic storyline, the there there is more balance. Well, there's still more Sith, even though there's only there's only one master and one apprentice. There's so many. In I mean, Sith Darth's, was a dark force user. Yeah. yeah, but that was, Sith was a race. Yeah, they didn't kill off all the other Sith. You know, Nihilus didn't necessarily get to kill everybody. You know, before you know they moved on with it. But he he certainly uh, culled the herd, so to speak. Yeah. Whereas the Jedi wanted it to make it. See, the Jedi were. Their whole Nihilus mentality. Was crazy. Yeah, well, Nihilus was pretty. I liked Nihilus, but who didn't? Yeah, but the the well, he he was like the the one punch guy, <laughs> the planet eater. You know, yeah, crazy. So, but the um, the the Jedi's mentality was to spread the hope. You know, that's why I say the Christianity thing. It's like they wanted everybody to be light side and all this other yeah. stuff, and the. Uh, the I dark, always get that. They're like, I know better than you. Coming to life, and, and the Sith was like, I don't need any more friends. You know, they're very yeah. goth. It's it's like, just, you, you stay. We're good. We're full. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. capacity. Over I mean, here. Darth and Goth kind of have a similar sound to it. So Darth, yeah, we're, yeah. Garth Brooks. Oh, yes, Garth, Garth Brooks oh, is God. the gothic uh, uh, Sith user. <sighs> and Garth then, Brooks. There we have it. It's been right in front of our eyes this whole time. That Darth Darth Brooks. Yes. That, that Darth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it is. It is the second week. Of football Sunday, so we are we are now. Let's let's take a little look at the games we got going on today. I know I know uh, San Francisco and the Rams, you know, rivals are going at it. I know uh, Carolina and the Saints go at it tomorrow night. Another yep. another another group of rivals. Yep. And um, you have Baker Mayfield on the field with with the, the Panthers, and that's um that's a that's kind of a big deal. They've the Panthers. I thought he was at uh Tampa. Baker Mayfield. Did he? Yeah. Is he? Oh I, my god. He went oh. to Tampa, didn't he? I don't even know where people are. Bryce Young, uh the uh quarterback oh. from Alabama that almost yes. won the Heisman is the uh is the Carolina uh That's quarterback. Cr- yeah, I'm, I'm But retarded. I I am exci- I'm I'm excited to see what he is. We got Ravens and the Bengals. Oh, Burrow and Lamar. Oh, that'll be a uh, that'll be a shootout. 
Well, that's at noon. The 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 Browns demoralized the Bengals last week. So they I'm, sure did. I, so it, now you got to see how. I don't think Joe's just going to lay down and take that I, shit. We got to see how he's going to bounce back. No, he's going to take it out on the the Ravens. But but, the thing but is, how much can you take out on Lamar like that? You know what I mean? Well, only if you're looking to extend your overextend your reach because he's he is so oh man he's so sweet in space. They, if That's you give him just a little bit, oh well. You know what? It would have been more interesting. The Jets Cowboys game would be more interesting if, if Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers was healthy. And um, and that honestly, I wasn't. Uh, you know, I've never been an Aaron Rodgers fan per se. Uh huh. Um, he's just a bit narcissistic for a quarterback. But the the thing is, I knew that with the Jets defense, how it's been over the years. They've been doing all the work, uh-huh. and and with at least with bringing on Aaron Rodgers and maybe a couple of weapons for him, they actually gave the Jets like some legitimacy. He well, was, I mean, they still came back and won last week. Yeah, but they had to come back. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But the defense is what won that yeah. game. Well, well, and this will be interesting because Cowboys blew uh, out their their week one game forty to nothing, and Dak had Z, uh, six fantasy points. Yeah. Like I, I was so pissed. Um, this ought to be good—a battle of the two uh, championship Alabama quarterbacks, Tua and um, Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll be an interesting watch as well. To the same alumni. Yeah, the Patriots are going to be building back up, and they're, you're going to see. I think we're going to see a lot of, a lot of success. You see, now here I was thinking Belichick was on his way out the door, and is he? No, Belichick shed. No, he's like, shed I'm the, ready to re, re, restart. He shed the luggage outside the game, and and now he's. <laughs> He's going to fall in love with the game. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's gonna, got another young quarterback he can put under his shoulder and actually teach. It'll probably add a new aspect to the game for him because Tom Brady, I'm sure, after like year six or seven where he's already won two Super Bowls, he was like, Belichick, I'm, I'm going to do what I want. I love you, but yeah, I, I know got what I'm this. doing here. You see that I got this. Right? Run the rest yeah. of the offense. I'll take care of my position. Yeah. We don't need quarterback. I'll be the quarterback coach. Pay me twice. Yeah. That's what he says. Well, yeah, but um, which, what's funny about him is that he um, he didn't make his money on the field. You know, uh, it, for for all the if whether you like Tom Brady or not, Tom Brady is 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 and and I and I'm not gonna I'm not trying to overshadow Belichick, but Tom Brady is one of the biggest reasons that the Patriots were successful, and it wasn't because of his quarterback play per se. He did good there. He was fantastic. Yeah, he was a he he was a motivator, and he could read a defense, and he can motivate his team to to do whatever he wanted. And to do. time and time and time and time again, he took low paychecks so that they other could guys. put other people on the field in skilled mm-hmm. positions and otherwise to make sure that he had a full cast. He wasn't. They yeah. ne- you never heard of the Patriots a having cap issues and b not having picks for for the the draft. Yep. They always had the most picks, and they had room in their cap. They could have signed whoever they wanted to, and part of that is because their quarterback was making his money elsewhere. He was making his money on the field in terms of his play, but he wasn't making the money dollar-wise. Of course, his wife being so so rich. His wife is worth twice as much as him. He's worth $100 His wife's worth $200 That's crazy, but they're not together anymore. Well, no, but but here's the thing. Now he's, he's worth so much as a consultant. Or it, in in just having all of the 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 sponsors, the backers and stuff. Yeah. And what you were saying about him taking a lower check so that uh, other players can shine, we're seeing that exact same thing in San Francisco right now. So you know, I have, 
I have San Francisco liked on my social media, so stuff for them comes up. They're my favorite football team. Right? Well, yeah, you're a Niners fan. So, right. so their stuff comes up on there, and it was a graphic, and it says, it, it says, uh, it said something like, I don't know how the 49ers are going to recover or whatever. They have the highest paid running back in Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. They have one of the highest paid wide receivers. They have the highest paid tight end in George Kittle. They have the highest play, paid defensive uh, lineman in Boza. in Boza. They have the highest paid offensive lineman. Uh, I think Debo's the highest paid wide receiver. And they had like uh, one of the highest paid at another position. And someone was like, I'm a Niners fan, but I can't justify how how do you have this many people like this? And then you go to the comment section. You just see so many people like you can be surprised how much you can afford when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract. You know, That's right. the last pick in the draft, because quarterbacks are so overpaid. If you pay them whatever X amount of dollars, you know, like a small amount or whatever, you're going to have so much more money whenever you don't come I mean, look at look at some of the quarterback like Mahomes is making what? Uh Ten million a season, uh, twelve million a season. Yeah. So he's got a five-year contract. Nearly a million a game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but roughly a million a game. That's eating up a lot of cap space. Yeah. So I mean, the quarterback is obviously the highest-paid position because they're supposed to be the field general, which is what I meant. Well, to say unless you got rookies, is. because the rookies don't get paid. Exactly. You know, but I think they still get paid. They get paid well, but they don't. Oh, I mean, he's making over six figures a game. You know, he's making yeah. probably one hundred fifty thousand dollars a game, but. Compare that to making a million dollars a game, which isn't even the craziest contract you see out there. Aaron Rodgers, I think, was two and a half million a game or something like that. Yeah, and that's over. Well, t- and the, the that's pe- ten times over ten times as much as you're paying your rookie, like per game. Like that shit adds up. So you have a lot of space well, to give to other players. So as much as I wasn't a fan of Aaron Rodgers, it's not like I couldn't respect what he did, what he gave to the Packers. Oh, of course. He he was he was two a, Super Bowls. He was the longest keel. You know, on the ship, he he was the one that definitely kept them level. He his confidence and his play, his performance, um, definitely gave it, nobody ever lost hope in whether the Packers were going to win the game or overcome an enemy or or if they fall, you know, dig a hole that they're not going to get out of it. Aaron Rodgers gave them the confidence because he had it. Oh yeah, I think you, know? you see on uh, their game on Saturday, who's their new quarterback? Young guy, right? Oh, Love, yeah, Jordan Love, Love. Jordan Love. So they said oh, he's uh, doing very well too. They said today will be the first day that a quarterback named not named uh, um, Favre, Rogers, or whoever was in between them two, you know, um, since 1990. So they've had one of those three quarterbacks start every single yeah. game since 1997 they kept them forever, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because the Packers are just, they're infamous for just, they find their quarterback they like and they build the entire organization around him until he can't go anymore. Yep. And that that was that old style you saw with uh Montana, right? He he was there until he got booted to the Chiefs. Um Breeze, he, they he did a good season. They got him locked in. They built the entire Saints team around him until he retired. Um you got you got um So that but that lends itself to a, a, so everybody's got their own philosophy on the way things are supposed to be. I'm an older guy. Mm-hmm. And so my mine was is based around the teams, you know, not the individual. But here's the thing. That's what that's what it, when you pay some one guy so much money, you expect some loyalty. Yeah. You know. Now, the problem is is that over the years, it, NFL ownership and NFL the NFL itself doesn't show loyalty back to those players. Nope. So they were they're going to go wherever the the circumstances go where the money know, is. Yeah. That, well, it's not just money. Sometimes it's the locker room. Sometimes it's the market that they're going to. Sometimes it's the area. You know. Yeah. If if, if uh, well, I'll just say because we live down here, and I just said them. 
Drew Brees, if he plays for the New Orleans Saints, his family's going to live in New Orleans. Now, if he wants to move to play for, we'll hit him with Aaron Rodgers. If he wanted to go play for the Jets in his last season or two of his career, he'd have to pack up his family of, you know, 12, 13-year-old boys and whatever and just fresh start and move them up there. And And those kids have been Saints immersed since... Since well, I mean, born, when he won you know? the Super Bowl, he's three years old, and Drew Brees is, or I'm sorry, it might have been like a, a year and a half, and yeah, Drew he Brees is on. Real young. You know, the confetti's falling or whatever. It was a, a, a very a very famous pick at the time, a picture at the time. Um, But football, football's looking exciting here lately. I don't know, maybe it's just because I don't, I haven't seen it in a while. That'll be good right there, I think. Saints and Packers. Yeah, next week. Week three, yeah. Next, oh, the, the Niners turn around and play the Thursday night game. But yeah, uh, I'm excited for football. I'm also excited for basketball, but they don't they don't really get serious for a long time, you know. No, you yeah you you could get excited early on, but that's you're just hurting your own feelings. I know it's I don't have the stamina to keep up with 80 <laughs> games. I just I don't I don't own me no more. Sorry, I don't have the pocket to do it. It's a I did. I I've been I went to a few games last year and and I've been to a few others, but it's it's the basket basketball has so much to keep up with that you don't. Uh, it's it's football's so look football's it's, it's a lot more linear. Yeah, football is uh it's a it's a chess game. It's because you play a, it's a play at a time. Uh-huh. It's where basketball keeps going back and forth. Yes, there are plays within every single run that they make. You know that, that when they get down to their side of the court, it's either defense or offense, and it's who you pass to, and they've got some stuff drawn up. But it's not like football. I wish. Uh... I wish I could just go back in time and play basketball again when I played in leagues when I was 13, 14, 12, somewhere in there, right? Um, I, but I wish I could go back with this mind because yeah. I understand the game so I didn't know what I was doing yeah. back then. I had no idea about the game. Like now I'm sitting here watching TV. I watch the game on TV, and I don't know if it's just because I'm watching on TV, but I can read the defense immediately. Yeah, I'm like, he's – He's gonna set up a pick. Steph Curry's gonna pass. He's gonna. They're gonna pass it out to Steph Curry. He's gonna come off a pick. He's gonna get passed. He's gonna shoot a three. Exactly happens just like that. Like yeah. I, I can read the defense and tell where the players are gonna. So if I took this mind and go back then, oh Scott, I was going in the NBA. I'm telling you, <laughs> with this mind I got now, if I could be 12 years old and play basketball with this yeah. no- basketball yeah, yeah. knowledge I have now, it was over with. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you don't even need to be able to really shoot good to be good. You just need to be a playmaker. And yeah. right now, like I could be a playmaker. You know what I mean? Like with with the mentality or whatever. Um, speaking of playmakers, though, that's why I like my Niners' chances this year. Uh, and I I really do think. If they have to win the Super Bowl this year, next year, or everything's not justified, and they they look dumb, you have you have you have arguably top two best running backs in the league in Christian McCaffrey, and not only and you'll you'll hear this a lot too. Not only are they, you know, top one or two at their position, they're also fucking playmakers. Some of the best in the league of just. There, there's no shot. Like the play doesn't call for this to happen, but we're going to improvise on the fly and then still crank out 60 yards on this play. Like they do it all the time. Christian McCaffrey slides one tackle off, one tackle that would have dropped him for only a two yard gain. But because that one tackle missed, end zone. He's going to the end zone with it. You know, um, you have one of the fastest wide receivers in the game and one of the most highest paid in Debo Samuels. And also, he is, when you think of playmaking because of the last two seasons and him opting in as a running back from the wide receiver position, he's who you think about when you think of playmaking and, 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 and crazy shit if you've been watching the games and everything else. You have the number two tied in in the league 
George Kittle. Yeah. The dude plays like a wide receiver, and he's huge, and he's fast, and and he, he's disgusting. Brandon Ayuk keeps proving himself to be one of the most consistent and reliable. The man does not drop passes. The man caught a one-handed touch with the receiver on him in the end zone last week while while behind. Oh yeah, yeah. Him. Caught it on his back, like the ball hit the defender in the back, and he grabbed it onto his back and then pulled it in. I mean, that's. I've seen some people make arguments, not me, and I'm a Niners fan, but I, I like to use logic. I've seen people make arguments about them being the best wide receiver duo in the league, and they do make sense when they talk about it. You know, like you can go watch it and get their points. I'm not going to give you their points. You know, um, the only thing you don't have is a quarterback, and really, they've made the quarterback position not matter. All you got to do is have a guy that's, hey, the ball goes there. As long as he can put it there, we're good. You know what I mean? The 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 least efficient person is the the one that's supposed to run the offense and it's such an interesting uh interesting thing and we're not even talking about their defensive they have the number one defense in the NFL you know what i mean and we're not even touching base i'm just talking about offensively they have so many weapons and you have uh you you've, you've got probably this year you probably got four wide receiver pro bowl picks if they don't make it to the super bowl and even if they do they're still going to be pro bowl picks they're just not going to go you got Brandon Ayuk is going to be a Pro Bowl pick. You got Debo Samuel. It's a safer bet that Debo Samuel is going to be a Pro Bowl pick. It's a safer bet that George Kittle is going to be a Pro Bowl pick. And it's it's a real safe bet that Christian McCaffrey is going to be a Pro Bowl pick. Not to mention they have some tremendous people on their O-line. you know. And then, of course, they have tremendous people in the D-line. They have like the best linebacker duo in Fred Warner and um, and uh, Greenlaw. you know. And they have the best uh, – quarterback rusher what is it called pass rusher edge rusher edge rushers they have the best edge rushing pair in nick bosa and eric armstead i mean y- you have too much talent on that team to not win the super Bowl. you have you have about uh 13 or 14 positions where you have one of the top five best in the league you, you have to win the super bowl at this point or else you're just gonna look like the biggest fucking idiot around you know what i mean so i think either this season or next season it's do or die for them as an as a as a franchise but here's the thing: I can also see them winning this season and becoming a dynasty. I can also see them flopping in the in the. They'll make the playoffs. I can see them flopping in the playoffs. I don't see them necessarily flopping unless there's unless an injury. Get, yeah, the, yeah, the injuries are always going to be. That's always the that's always the asterisk. It's the only you know, reason the Eagles won that game. Well, I'll say it. it. Yeah, well, it's because it's just, we. I'll at, tell you okay, after so, the first drive, we never threw the ball in the air because he couldn't. He just handed off the ball the rest of the game. So you had defense on the field too long, so they got tired out real fucking quick. So that's why the Eagles scored so many. But if your defense is well rested, you, you've seen Brock Purdy score 30 to 40 points every game, so it's not like they couldn't keep up with the Eagles. Yeah. And the, the Eagles' defense isn't as good as the Niners. It was just a little bit of bad luck. You yeah. know I mean? If you win the Super Bowl this year, you have the exact, and I mean the exact same team as last year. That, you would have proven that. That's actually you know? my, NFC, uh, my NFC playoff teams. Is again is going to be the Eagles and the, the Niners. Niners. Yeah, that's fair be- because they're they're just you. Um, it's it's just it hurts, and their defense and well hurts. hurts. It really doesn't matter who you put with her Hurts is hurts. he makes plays. He's a playmaker. Yeah, that's right. So, um, and he's so he just he's very innovative, you know. And and, and he's the, calm. He's cool. And you follow his you know, story from back from college through now, and he's just wherever he's gone, he's created his success. Yeah, he was benched for Tua. Then yep. he went to Oklahoma. Did go with. But them. before he was benched for Tua, what happened? He was the starter. Yeah, 
And, and they went to the he brought he took him to the championship game. That's right. That's he right. played the first half against Georgia, sucked dog ass. They put in Tua in the second half, and Tua came back and won. But Tua, that whole successful season they had, where they were undefeated yeah. the entire year, went all the way. Jalen Hurts did all that except for the last half. And everybody of the very has last a, game. Everybody has a bad day. I believe that's what it was for. Uh-huh. Him. And then yeah. and then but then Tua gets all the credit for it. Yep. You know. I mean, yep. don't get me wrong. Tua came in no, and played so a here's fucking the thing. monster. He's not getting all the credit. Half. That's what I'm trying to say. He's not getting all well, the credit. He gets more credit than I, I, I like. I like Jalen Hurts doesn't get enough credit for that season, in my That's opinion, because right. you just think, who won the the championship game for him? I'm not gonna lie, it was Tua. Tua won the game for him. The dude came in and played like a monster. He Lights was cool, yeah. calm. I mean, the man didn't throw an interception. The man was accurate, uh, and Jalen Hurts had a bad game, but then he then. That one bad game, they benched Jalen Hurts, and Tua is the starter going forward. So, you know, when you're as good as Jalen is, you ain't about to ride the bench for nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to go to Oklahoma. And I think I put a uh, bad taste in people's mouth about Jalen Hurts, but I, I love to see him in the NFL just proving everybody fucking wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And But um, the harder pick to me is on the opposite side of the field. I don't see – look, the Chiefs are – it's an easy guess – but I just don't know. That's if, a cheap way. Yeah, I, I think that the there's. I honestly believe that there's so much film that someone film on on Mahomes and his style of play. Yeah, that's who you need to watch because because their defense isn't has not been. It's just yeah. people have found oh, ways to be successful against the Chiefs offensively. That's that's who I'm looking at for the AFC right now. See, now the Dolphins is one of my one of my. He's, Dolphins are either going to get get it through playing it, playing in as a wild card, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to be playing the Ravens. You think? I, I think they're going to be playing the Ravens, and I see if Lamar and Patrick Mahomes go at it in the playoffs. I I see a Lamar upset. I, I see Lamar, I see Lamar learning from it. Well, he's lost to him twice now in the playoffs. Yeah. So I see. I don't. You know, third time. You know, I don't. I don't see it happening. I do see Tua. I can see Tua making a playoff run deep, at least going to the cha- NFC uh, AFC Championship. That's almost like that's almost like a heart pick for me. I would mm. love to see Tua in in the the Dolphins versus the Eagles in the in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and to see those two Alabama quarterbacks. Yeah, it'd be kind of poetic. I know huh? some people will say, "Well, no, he's Oklahoma." No, yeah, but before he was that, Alabama. that's right. If it wasn't for Tua, Jalen Hurts would have played all four years at Alabama. That's right. That's right. Because if it wasn't for Tua and you didn't have another good quarterback to go in, Jalen Hurts would have played that game out, more than likely lost, and then Nick Saban would have been like, it's all right, we'll just go at it next season. And he probably would have won next season. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that was going to be the end of him if he did elect to stay. But um, they, Nick Saban, in all of his glory, I would, you know, and I'm an Alabama fan, but that's the greatest uh, college coach to ever play the game. You know, he's got the stats to prove it. He's got the record to prove it. He's got the championships to oh, prove yeah, it. Oh, yeah, there's no arguing how You know how what I mean? And he, he made the decision for Tua over over Jalen. And I think, you know, I wouldn't mind Tua winning, but I think it would be very poetic if Jalen then beats Tua in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and that's where it was so, oh, man, the coach for Miami, that, you could do a whole podcast on that guy by himself. Yeah. He's just amazing with his, with his players. But that I think that um, Jalen has a better cast of characters around him. Than Tua, he's got more weapons. Yes, and um, and and they've got more experience. So does that make Tua the better quarterback, though? Right as of right now, because he's he's doing he's no, doing the just, same things the Eagles are doing, but he doesn't have the same. He weapons. just means he's 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 less equipped. That's all. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean. I mean, yeah, it's it, sometimes how how well you're fortified around you becomes uh more of more of the benefit than 
you know, if you just don't have that type of that, that type of equipment around you in the way of your weapons and your def- defensive play. Um, so, but I'm not I'm not dogging them. I'm just saying yeah. that I just I feel like Philadelphia is is just better made up right now. They are. They got the uh, they got the genetic makeup for a yeah. Super Bowl team. And I, I, uh, I know I know there's a lot of people out there thinking Cincinnati is going to you know that that Joe's going to turn things around. I just I feel they're like starting to figure him out. That's what happens. A quarterback well, comes in, and it's not that they're figuring him out. They're figuring out that damn offensive line. Well, they're, they're figuring out who he goes to. You know his options. Well, like this is number one. You know Jamar Chase is always being goodness. looked at and, and everything else. Fantasy play. You know uh, all the fantasy players out there know who he goes to. Oh yeah, it's easy. Um, it's easy to see. I looked at week three just now and I saw the Giants are going against the 49ers and I know they went oh. against the Cowboys last poor, week. Poor so I was Giants. like, they didn't score a touchdown. <laughs> They're the only team in the NFL to not score a touchdown last week. Yeah. And I was thinking like, oh, week three, you're probably not scoring a touchdown here. Let's see who they're playing and, week two. They might go three weeks with no and, touchdown. And they weren't, there they're wasn't the a bunch of injuries for New York. And they're there wasn't the Cardinal. No, they just, they just were. They Dallas did. just ran all over them yeah. all day long. They have no, uh, they have no rush defense. Well, the, the Dallas's defense, uh, you know, got more more points on the board. You know, they yeah. they they got a lot of points by themselves um, with that um, blocked you know field goal and mm-hmm. running that back and then yep. the pick six not too long Eating after that. Up. It just a demoral. They got demoralized before they really had it. They a got Dallas at number two with the power. They have NFC. They have three NFC teams at the top of the power rankings after last week. But they I can see the 49ers, number one, Dallas, number two, and the Eagles are number three. I, I still think, I still think that the, that to me, the Niners look like the strongest NFC team like, yes. as of right now on paper and in practice actuality. Um, I, I definitely see them beating the Rams today. I mean, knock on wood by 14 plus, like I see them blowing out the Rams. I don't see how the Rams could keep up with that defense. The Rams were barely able to keep up last week. I guess a team with no rush defense. I'll tell you how they do it. They do it because they're they're a, a rival. They're a divisional That's rival. That's true. That's true. You can never and, really just say that. Yeah, you, the, the, the Rams could lose every game of the season and then play the Niners and whip their ass yeah, just because the, they're rivals. The, the Cowboys can't ever look past the Giants, even though they did this past time. They can't ever look when past. When they play again? Oh, yeah. They got to be serious as shit when they play oh, yeah. later the season. The the. You know, so the thing is, what's funny is Dallas and the Eagles are in the conversation. Yeah. Both of them from the NFC NFC East, you know. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, the Rams aren't a crappy team. No, it's, not by any it's, means. It's, yes, on paper and what you've seen so far in terms of performance, the Niners definitely are the better team. Mm-hmm. However, any given Sunday. Any given know? Sunday. Yeah. I so. mean, shit, though. I mean... I thought we were going to win the AFC Championship, and then Brock Purdy te- tears whatever the ACL for elbow, whatever that's called. Yeah, um, he tears that in the first drive, and then he's down. He doesn't throw the ball the rest of the game. Yeah, to uh, to the point where they were about to put Christian McCaffrey in as quarterback. That's how bad it got. But interesting stuff. We'll have to. All we can do is wait and see what happens. But uh, I think that's going to go ahead and do it for this episode. Thank you everybody for listening. Special thanks to Scott for being on today's episode. Darth what, what? Cynical. <laughs> um, as always, follow us on TikTok at TLFBC, and you can always listen to more of the Last Few Brain Cells podcast wherever you get your podcasts from on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Pandora, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Yeah, you think about it, we're probably there. All right, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, I love you so much, and see you next time. Brain Cells. Brain cells.